0: hey this is kevin from kevin's barbecue joints and welcome to the kevin's barbecue joints podcast this one's killer it's with dave bonner from green street smoked meats in chicago illinois he's so nice the place is super amazing if you're just listening to the podcast side i would jump over to the youtube side and see the end of this at least because there is a tour that he gives from the street all the way through the alley and into the restaurant. Place looks amazing. I've shown the tour to a number of people and they thought it was in London. So it's definitely worth checking out. I can't thank Dave enough for taking the time. I know they're going to be on your list to visit when you come to Chicago. Be sure to stay safe and visit a local barbecue joint. I want to celebrate Green Street because I think that, you know, it's people probably have probably have heard of it, but they might not know I don't think Chicago but people know a lot about Chicago barbecue in general, too. I think it's kind of
1: Chicago's kind of famous hot links, rib tip, you know, aquarium style, aquarium smoke style inter- yeah. uh South Side, you know, saucy. That's uh what Chicago's known for. So we we've been in February coming up on ten years here. Green Street will be Green open Street for ten, 10 years. Yeah, yeah, I'm I'm coming up on seven. Seven. Wow. So, uh, but we uh you know we pride ourselves on you know. Central Texas inspired with some Chicago flair to it. And, you know, barbecue's evolved so much. So just, you know, trying to stay up with what everyone else is doing and keep things interesting. And, but being consistent as well, most importantly. That's so, the main,
0: that's the main thing in general is keep staying consistent. It's,
1: yeah. Like, you know, we know people are going to come in for our staples all the time. But then we have our regulars where, you know, we'll do something fun and new. And those, that's the stuff that like, oh, Oh yeah, yeah. What, you guys are doing that. Yeah, I'll be in there for that. So that's <laughs> yeah. where we've been here for so long. It's, it's cool that we kind of do have those regulars in the following where you know people stay up on the fun and new stuff that we're trying to do.
0: Yeah, that's definitely. And also, too, if if people haven't been to your place, the location looks killer. Like, in, the interior looks awesome, and then you have that alley area. So we'll we'll get all to that. Like I think I'm going to keep a little bit of that in the beginning because. You know, you kind of talked. It was kind of like it was a good intro to uh, what Chicago bar, Chicago barbecue. Because I think that's what people do think. <laughs> good afternoon, how are you? How was your day, been so Oh,
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's it's that uh, we got a big catering tomorrow, so we're uh, we're cranking. We you do a lot, lot of catering, tons of catering. Yeah, uh, a lot of local businesses, universities, you know, sports teams, Cubs, Bears, etc. Well, that's so, cool. That's fun. Yeah, it, it's it's good. It, it, you know, it keeps it fun and we love cooking a lot of stuff so.
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it keeps you busy. it does keep you busy too that's definitely true we'll yeah
1: that's uh that's the fun part you know
0: did you grow up in chicago or
1: i'm from long island new york ah i didn't know that yeah born and raised i moved out here uh in june of 2017
0: 2017 okay yeah so yeah so about six years or so you've been out there
1: Yep, about that, give or take. Well, but, yeah,
0: but a little bit longer. Yeah, <laughs> I guess like, my yeah. mouth. Correct. <laughs> so why did? But did you? What was your path? Was your path always the food industry?
1: Kind of. I went to college for broadcast journalism. Found out pretty quickly that was not really my thing. Um, wanted to talk about sports for a living. Uh, yeah. I got out of college. Didn't graduate, but got out of college and always had an interest in meat and cooking. And uh, Long Island, there's a butcher shop in every other town. And where I'm from, Rocky Point, we had one of probably the biggest butcher shops on the island. So I got out of college. My mom knew the owner, got a job, uh, started working the counter, dealing with guests, and then, you know, learning the the back end of butchering management. A couple of years in, became a manager for there. And then just, you know, started with whole animal, worked our way down to, you know, boxed beef. Just the volume, it's hard to just, keep breaking down sides of you know cows and pigs and because yeah, no, you know people come into a butcher shop nine out of ten they want a ribeye they want a fly and you only get two loins off of you know cow so yeah there's uh, a fi-
0: there's a finite amount on the animal you can't they haven't exactly. how, to, how, to, how to raise creatures that have more which is thank yeah, god that exactly
1: <laughs> so move to box beef and move to the management side of things and you know being a butcher you have meat for free or at cost so a backyard cook who, who starts barbecue they're going out you know paying a hundred dollars for a brisket and they mess it up well that's a hundred dollars they're down so yeah. me we're kind of just having the meat for free or at cost. It. it made it a little easier to to use yeah. and mess up and not really care too much you know
0: were you following any of the people in barbecue at the time or were you checking were you interested in texas style barbecue
1: oh yeah just, okay. uh live fire grill smoking Uh, Starting with, you know, Komodo style smokers, just being in New York with it being cold, similar to Chicago, Mm -hmm. something that's able to hold temperature pretty easily and having the versatility to be a grill as well. That's how I started. About five years later, I got a LANG. So kind of learning how to, you know, build fires stuff like that. And, and then that's when I really like, Oh, I love barbecue. So then I uh, helped my buddy open a butcher shop chubs and we were doing that for a while. We were talking about opening up a food truck and I was dating a, a girl in, in Chicago and uh, we were doing long distance for a while. And then it got to the point where it's like, you know, what are we doing? And I was like, Nothing. well, you know, I want to be with you, but also, you know, green street would be the only place I'd want to go work in Chicago, ah. but they didn't, they didn't have any, you know, sous chef or chef postings. And I was like, all right, well, I don't know. What are we going to do? And, you know, one night I was like, let me check one more time. And there's a sous chef posting on the page. I was like, oh. Look at this! Wow. So uh,
0: I reached that out. Funny that's like that's like almost like your last chance, like last time checking.
1: <laughs> it is, you know. <laughs> so I you know I reached out and I said, "Hey, I'm interested. This is what I do." At this, at that time, you know, my my Instagram was pretty popular, so people knew me for more like grilling and some smoking, not as much, you know, Texas-style smoking. So a little different. So I sent them my Instagram and then, uh, Brad, who that's the Stoner Station One now. He uh, reached out and they flew me out and, you know, they had a stage, which is basically a working interview. They had me uh, make sausage and butcher briskets. And I was like, really? It's like no, I, I butcher every day. <laughs> like, Do you want me to do something else? So it went pretty quickly. It took about an hour. And then Brad showed me around like I had the job. So I was like, you know, awesome. This is cool. This is all working out. And three days went by and I didn't hear anything. So I was like, "All right, I didn't get the job." <laughs> so we—I was still in Chicago. We went out to a bar with some friends, just having a bite and a drink. And I get a—I get a phone call from a number I didn't have saved, and I'm like, "Hmm, Chicago. Well, who knows what it is?" I answer, "It's Brad." Brad, goes, Dave. I'm like, "Yeah." He goes, "It's Brad." I was like, "What's up, Brad?" He goes, "Let's do this." <laughs>
0: and so, kind of seems like it. <laughs>
1: So like I go, um, you know, I'm I'm on the bottom floor thinking I don't have the job to cloud nine instantly. So I, I go back to New York. Yeah. I go back to the Chubbs, the butcher shop that I was working with my friend. I was really quiet one day, and he's like, "What's going on? You've been quiet since you got home." Oh. I was like, I'm going to move to Chicago. <laughs> he, he's like, "What?" He's like, "When?" I was like, "Probably like two weeks." Oh. So I, I got the job, and I got the girl, and that the and that, that's now that's not my wife. And congratulations!
0: You just got. got I right.
1: so, so You know, I got everything that I could possibly want.
0: Wow, that's and so, but how did what happened with the butcher shop? I mean,
1: my last year there, we won best butcher on Long Island, and he just continues to win it, and we're still great friends to this day. That's yeah, good that you know.
0: like, you know. It's sometimes you never know how those things.
1: No, happen. you know, you, you know, it, it's when you work together so long, it, it's you know, even if there's speed bumps, yeah. if, if things were meant to be as a good friend, you know, mm-hmm. I'm going to be your good friend. So I'm a pretty loyal yeah. guy
0: yeah yeah, no but that also too that's having that background in butchery is incredibly important especially with the sausage making and everything else but also yeah. you know it's i i would love to have that background i i want <laughs> i wanted to be a butcher but then I, like all the supermarkets out here everything's already boxed like everything's broken down it's then yes. i wanted it. yeah it's i i envisioned this old school there's some old school places now like even places cropping up again but
1: yeah uh. i mean Long Island, New York, there's a ton more butcher shops than there is in Chicago. Chicago we have some staples, but now it's kinda if I wanna if I want a steak, I'm usually gonna hit up my reps that purely, you know, can you send me a steak or Smart. I'll go to like Whole Foods or, or someplace else. Mm-hmm. But we buy a ton of beef and pork and you know, purely we have great partnership with them. They usually yeah. take care of me.
0: yeah well that's that's yeah
1: Yeah,
0: so those so those first three years that you worked there what was the overlap with brad were you there for all right so brad hired
1: me as a sous chef did my training uh how we do our training you kind of go around to some of our restaurants and see their operations get a feel for things meet the people so I did, you know, two months out in other stores and then came back and did our training. for. Oh, two yeah. Months. It's a restaurant
0: group that owns you guys, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, yeah. we got some great restaurants in Chicago, New yeah. York, Vegas. So did my four months of training, um, started learning the space more. And I think we were six months into it. And he pulled me aside and he was like, hey, I'm going to be opening my own spot. So you're the next man up pretty much. And uh, that's when I kind of just, you know, it's like, all right, let's uh, let's do this. And yeah. Then I really, you know, barbecue is like this is what I'm doing for sure, mm-hmm. and I haven't really looked back. So wow. Can and you tell- I'm, a part- I'm a partner here now, so it, it all worked out. Oh,
0: that's oh cool, very cool. Okay, yeah. that's and it's and it's such a we'll, we'll get into like the, the nitty gritty of what green street's all about and i was i was gonna say like i wrote one of the things i wrote because green street smokes meat so (laughs) that's a tongue twister green street smoked meat. and and i said i wrote on here do the cool kids call it green street is it called do most people call it green street absolutely i just want to know so if you're in the know if anybody's listening to this or watching this and you just call it green street most people would know what you're talking about and then
1: uh, yeah, even- they're they so we're on Green Street in the West Loop, kind of in the area we're at, is, is known as Restaurant Row. There's a bunch of great restaurants, cool. and then we're on Green Street across from Soho House. There's another Green Street restaurant with Green Street in their name down the road. Oh, there is, and they do reservations, and we don't. So often, you know, people come in and are like, "Oh, I have a reservation today." I'm like, "No, you don't."
0: You called the wrong place. Yeah. No, you
1: don't. I was like, "Can you check your email
0: again?" So. <laughs> that's when you, yeah, that's when you know they, they either, yeah, uh, they signed in or logged into the wrong place. Uh, so I wanted to know something before I forget. Can you tell us something about Brad that we don't know? Because I, if you guys go look back, there's an interview I, I recently, I don't know, like a month and month and a half ago, I talked to Brad about his new place, Station One, or not just new place, but his his place, and then his new place coming up. But uh, what's something about Brad? What's he Brad's
1: like? Brad's an incredibly patient man and an incredible teacher as well. He's very trustworthy. You know, he doesn't, uh, that man never micromanaged me. We oh. um, taught so many life lessons he taught me. And I still, you know, keep one to this day. I think I started off early. I pulled a couple briskets too early and I was really down on myself. He's like, hey, we could cook them more. Once you overcook them, you can't cook them anymore. So, but you're you did okay. You know this isn't the end of the world. And you know, it, at the you know, he said, "It's barbecue. Don't over sweat it. Don't overcomplicate it, and don't stress too much. Otherwise, you're going to kill yourself."
0: That's great advice. That's that's actually life advice. That's just, and it's I think that people tend to in some positions take take it so seriously that they, you know, it's you have to you have to take a step back and realize that everything is do, dealable. You can deal with everything.
1: Yeah. And, you know, once I took over, it's like Green Street was already pretty well known in Chicago. And what I always said, it's like, I want to make us known on the national scale. I want to make our food better. I want to buy better products and make sure consistency, quality is something that we don't have to worry about. So just, you know, working with the team, which we're we're blessed. A majority of my team I've had with me over five years.
0: Oh, really? That was was another question about your team. And so that's five years. It's crazy. That's great. Yeah
1: probably over half of i've had with me over five years uh, my prep team's incredible i really don't need to bother them ever wow. uh, and if i do more often than not i'm getting in the way I'm not a small person so nope. <laughs> uh our, all of my chefs pit masters they're all care and you know they all want to make sure that like what we're serving is the best consistently I'm incredibly blessed with the people we have here and the people that we bring in you know they there's more people now that want to do barbecue than ever. So getting people who care and want to learn, it has been great for us.
0: Are you guys hiring right now?
1: But I have been fully staffed for a while. Uh, we kept on pretty much most of our staff through the through the pandemic, doing to goes, and, you know, outdoor seating. Uh, we were able to keep most of the staff on. And like I said, having a staff for so long, even if there's a hole, we have so many people that could fill in there and we don't really miss a beat at all.
0: That's really nice because the pandemic... Could have like because uh, because I'm sure it's not an inexpensive uh, property to 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 keep up. I'm sure, like I was, you know, a lot of places it was probably difficult to.
1: Yeah, well, well, I mean, we found out pretty quickly that barbecue travel as well, and that we weren't going to be putting out an inferior product from what we were doing in house. Mm -hmm. So, so we dedicated ourselves to figuring out, and you know, Mm -hmm. the city was making changes every other month for what we were allowed to do. Just, you know, because we were all learning as we were going. So, just as you probably heard a million times, adapting and changing and figuring out, we did that and we made it through. And, you know, we're going to have our busiest year ever this year.
0: That's awesome. Well, and uh, Chicago, is Chicago a um, convention city? Do they get a lot of
1: time? Yeah. I mean, we, I would say, you know, in the summer, tourists are probably 20% of our business.
0: That's crazy. That's great. (laughs) That's crazy
1: yeah <laughs> so you know saturday there'll be days we see 1500 people come in
0: really and you're able yeah. to accommodate that many people throughout the day well wow, that's
1: well nuts. as we know barbecue we're pretty lucky to uh,
0: sell out of things and, and not be
1: concerned as long as it's not too early here because mm-hmm. we do get people you know who aren't familiar with you know mm-hmm. texas style barbecue you you cook to run out and start fresh the next day it's you know you mm-hmm. it says you're open till 10 30 tonight you only have a few things. And, yeah, I'm sorry. We've been open for 12 hours. Please come back tomorrow. Be a little generous with them. Try to make invite them back.
0: Yeah. Well, that's that's also that is difficult in a big city where you're getting people, like a lot of people out on vacation or traveling for business. They expect something like at 7 or 8 o'clock at night, not realizing because they just got in off a flight or something. And, yeah, I could see that. being. But. Yeah.
1: And, you know, in uh, Chicago, it's a little difficult because the city wants all cooking under a hood. So when we were built out the restaurant, we put a oiler thirteen hundred in there, which has a great capacity.
0: A JNR, right? JNR, yeah. yeah.
1: So has a great capacity, but I mean we've we've surpassed what that thing can handle. We're still cooking on that. You know, I have a mill scale thousand on the trailer that we'll utilize for busy spillover days and holidays events, but it's off site, so it's not exactly the most convenient thing. Oh,
0: so uh, I was gonna say it's not in the alley, right? No,
1: we've uh, we've. I mean in the pandemic i had it off site and i i went to the, the site where i was at one day and it was covered in spray paint so that's just kind of chicago for you <laughs>
0: Is it still covered with spray paint? Or did you no,
1: it? we we removed it. We, it was a process to get it removed. There's still a little bit that you can see on there, but it looks a little better. But yeah. I mean, you, look, some of the tanks you see these are already covered
0: in spray yeah, paint. Yeah, I've so. seen a couple I I I was I'm wondering, I was wondering in my head did I see it and did, did you send the photos to the Mills Call guys? I did. That? I said
1: they <laughs> <say>? <laughs> I sent it to Matt and he was like, "Oh man." I said, "Yep." And, uh, exactly. <laughs> and so we removed it and then that whole night, I'm just laying in bed. I'm like, I'm gonna wake up and there's gonna be spray paint there tomorrow.
0: So, <laughs> well, there's a lot of places in LA too. Like, if you had something out, it would be yeah. covered in spray yeah, paint, like exactly. in a second. It's it's exactly. amazing. It's also too. It's weird when I see pictures of like places in France or places in England that have a spray paint. I'm like, I'm so sad that that like it spread across the spread across the ocean because it's just it's, uh,
1: it's everywhere. I mean, wow. our our bathroom here gets tagged up every other day.
0: Yeah. Is it, do every people, four do people, months. Do people key the mirrors too? Ever?
1: Oh, they have. They have. I mean well, weird... our our space is pretty rustic, so it doesn't look too bad in the bathroom, but after like four months, it just the one of the stalls just looked like it was a dedicated artist in there. So it's like <laughs> all right, we're gonna remove this.
0: <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, they're a yeah. the full time artist working in your bathroom. What's what? can you describe what Greek like entering your building and what the patio like that alleyway?
1: If you don't know where we are, you won't find us, typically. okay. Uh, we did add our, our name and address to the corner of the building, so now you can uh, find us a little easier. Okay. But, I mean, if you're not looking for green street, you can follow your nose and find it. But down our alley, it's cobblestone. It almost looks like you're in Europe. It's beautiful. Yeah, it looks awesome. Uh, it's, a, it's a great setting. But, like I said, if you're not looking, you're not going to find us. And then you walk in. and We're, we're big. I mean, downstairs is over 5,000 square feet, so. We can fit a ton of people. We have a coffee shop upstairs, so a lot of coffee. Which, you do? Oh yeah, extremely busy. And then we have a ramen place basement, High Five Ramen, sixteen seats. So
0: really, wow.
1: We utilize, yeah, we we utilize our space as best as we can.
0: Okay, so but the ramen, are you guys connected food wise with the ramen place, or is it a separate, a separate entity? Uh-huh.
1: We share a kitchen with them. They they really don't use any product from us. Uh, we'll save we'll save our chicken skin for them so they could have the chicken fat for their for their bowls. So,
0: but otherwise, uh, no,
1: no. Uh, other than that, I mean, we're a team. We we help them where it's needed. There's they only have sixteen seats, so it's a little smaller operation. But it's a similar wait to barbecue, if not longer. You know, it's soup season now here, so it's not unheard of to have a three four hour wait to get down there.
0: So, do people come and then drink in your place and then come down there? Or is that?
1: Absolutely. Of- Which is, uh, it benefits us greatly having that. Unless <laughs> they drink too much, then it's a little bit of a problem.
0: <laughs> yeah. That's their problem too. So.
1: Exactly.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's cool. So, that's that's actually really okay. Cause I'm trying to, is this, are you in a like a large, tall building? Are you in? I'm like, <laughs> oh, yeah, in My uh, head went that Cause I've I visited Chicago a number of times, but I, I don't, I can't imagine what you guys look like where you guys are it's a dark vibe in there right it's uh definitely definitely
1: you know we'll we'll let natural daylight do its job until it starts getting dim but i don't like eating and with super light out you know no. it's not the most enjoyable thing so oh. we kind of just set the mood as the night progresses we dim it down a little bit make it a little more intimate and it's a it's a really great environment good vibes you know we got a few tvs we got a projector so big games will put that on
0: that's a destination it really is my
1: very humble opinion i
0: agree with you <laughs> <laughs> yeah yeah Dude, don't want to step too far away <laughs> <laughs> what you really believe oh that's yeah. that's killer and also too because there's i want to get into your food really badly but since brad left you've been doing like festivals and things too like don't you do the windy city and
1: yeah we've been doing that for three years now and uh you know barbecue it's such a big community so maybe not as you know houston austin maybe it's a little more cutthroat just because you're trying to be the best That's but honest, i think yeah. you know i'm sure a, a person in austin's good friends with a houston houston because they're not competing stuff like that so yeah me being in chicago we have a, a few great barbecue restaurants here but you know just networking and becoming friends, you know. We do fundraising, you know, hawks for the cause. Morton Anderson Mullets, where just great restaurants were part of there.
0: And uh, what is that? What is that? What is that? That's what is it? It's
1: a mean? fun. It's a fundraiser supporting families who are battling pediatric brain cancer. Oh, okay. So I did it the first year with Barstool Sports, and then Morton Anderson Mullets. It's who is it? Voodoo Brown, Fox Brothers, Swig and Swine, uh, Blue. Uh, right? Right. Fijis. I know I'm missing people too. Brady from brisket country helps and home team. I I think I got most of it. And so yeah, I think so. We all like hanging out for the most part. And and it gives us the reason to hang out, raise money for a great cause and cook as well. Uh, We do that. I'm always, you know, Don from Koi barbecue. Good friend of mine too. He's on my list. So I help him with Texas monthly. He comes up, helps me. So I'll be down in Texas next week, helping him with that. Just networking and, and, you know, connecting, it's, you know, we have a group chat today, it was what's what's everyone paying for brisket right now, so it's, you know, just to see where everywhere is because you can look at a market report and it'll, it'll give you an idea, but what is you know what is your sales rep actually making off you? Pretty much is what we're always curious.
0: So, <laughs> yeah, they don't. That's so funny. They have no idea that you guys are all chatting with each other. That's oh yeah, that's... Uh, and
1: all the time I'll I'll hit up my rep too. And I'm like, hey, I'm I'm paying this. This guy's paying that. What's going on? <laughs> and I'll I'll run an inventory. So I like to be you know three weeks ahead on products, so I won't always see those price increases right away. But usually when they're a little higher, I know it's to come for
0: me. Yeah, you know the wave is coming. Especially
1: yeah. being in Chicago, you know, where are not easy as accessible as some of the other places in terms of getting beef and whatnot.
0: But also, too, do people expect to pay a little bit more in Chicago?
1: Uh, I Yeah,
0: yeah. I, I don't know. Uh, I, was, I I would think in New York and Chicago people maybe sadly expect to pay more.
1: Yeah, it's just, you know, the area we it, it costs more to run a business where we are. Yeah. Uh, so, at the end of the day, you know, you do want
0: to make money, yeah, definitely. Yeah, but, you have to. That's to, that is the the reason why a business is in business. People, yeah. tend to forget that,
1: right? A little more, but I don't. I wouldn't say we're we're super high compared to a lot of places. I think yeah. we're right in line with you know a lot of places in Texas, even
0: in California. And
1: and, and we're not, yeah, we're not cutting corners on quality. You know, we use certified mm-hmm. Angus beef, all prime. We're using Duroc pork, organic chicken, organic turkey. So there's no there's no cutting corners on quality for us.
0: Yeah. Well, and before I forget too, what is your, in, your Instagram handle?
1: Uh, the butcher underscore and underscore BBQ okay. is my Just... personal one, and then uh, Green Street Smoke Beats is is the business handle.
0: Yeah, well, I was wondering for the the personal one because I bet you there are people that are watching this and listening that are like me that have been following along to you and not necessarily knowing. That you're connected, or that you're yeah. like putting in the face with the with the handle. Right. Like I, I I follow people all the time, and then I'm like, wait a second, that's the guy that I've yeah, that's me. <laughs> but for like, uh, like hundreds of people. Like it's a, and I've talked to people too. They're like, yeah, I meet people at festivals, and I had no idea that they were this person. Like yeah. if you think like the guy like barbecue and back squats, it's such an odd handle, but he's like a photographer, he's a photographer, and he's a, you know it's, it's 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 interesting how people create these things without knowing that you know it lives on almost all your your entire internet internet life can you talk a little bit about your trip to marfa
1: yeah i mean jeremy was there barbecue and back sweats Uh, so (laughs) mark who owns convenience west don was friends with him from koi kind of linked us all up so me don and uh Brady, Brady? brady out there ben sassani um, and a lot of, you know, the big barbecue fans in Texas made the trick crack out there. Awesome little area way out there. Yeah. I, I, don't visit know if so I, could, I don't know if I could live there, but it was awesome to be at, you know, yeah. um, and just beautiful little city. It was their uh, five year anniversary we did. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. Okay. And uh, we just collabed on some dishes, had a good time, and it was a reason to get out to Marfa. Yeah. Every year, it's like, all right, Mark, it's your seven-year anniversary. Are we doing this again?
0: <laughs> Are you going out again?
1: Well, I'm trying to get them. <laughs> Every <laughs> anniversary that passes, like, all right, we get in there. And get... <laughs> Time permitting, as best that... as we can, you know, we want we want to do more events. That's awesome.
0: Have you had yeah. Don from Koi out at your place to cook? Oh, yeah.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, he's helped me at Windy City. And then I actually, I he gave me his curry recipe. So we did uh, a little Koi- homage i i guess you could say to to them oh cool uh, at green street where we did some curry specials and, and some sandwich specials with that and people loved it i wish i had the recipe but i, I thank him for giving it to me that day. <laughs> yeah
0: no that's that's really cool and that's also a fun thing that's like goes in line with what you said that you you have the staples but you also do try to do special things too
1: yeah, yeah, uh like, you know, being a butcher, it's sausage making uh,
0: comes pretty easy to me.
1: Uh, one of my sous chefs now, he he prides himself in sausage making, too. Oh, cool.
0: That's great. Which
1: is fun. So be between the two of us, we bounce ideas off each other. Uh, I think the next one we're going to do is braised short rib and mashed potato link. Oh, nice. So just, you know, trying to be creative trying to make it cost effective mm-hmm. but you know doing something new and fun that people will enjoy as
0: well How, can you talk a little bit about your sausage making process is it a three-day or a four-day process for you
1: so let's see cure overnight one day next day we grind and stuff uh stuff it air dry on racks and the cooler overnight and then smoke so three-day process
0: what sausages do you guys have at all times
1: uh hot link, it's a house-made all pork and dewy sausage, and then we do a beef and pork uh, cheddar jalapeno link.
0: And then do you guys throw in special ones as...
1: Yeah, yeah. In the summer, it's it's tough because we're so busy, and just trying to make sure we have enough smoker space mm-hmm. is most importantly, and that's hard enough with what we're doing on our main menu. But as the you know season cool, it's like, all right, we're 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 making sausages again. So uh, last week, we did kind of like an ode to uh, La Tzu Wan, which is a famous chicago uh chinese restaurant okay we did a dried chili chicken sausage um not too long before that we did a it was ramp season so we did a ramp festo pistachio link oh that's cool uh i mean uh famous in chicago so mm-hmm. Jardiner sausages we've probably done like 15 to 20 different sausages
0: wow that's uh, fun
1: yeah i did We've been doing, every St. Patty's Day, we do a Reuben sausage.
0: Nice. Uh, oh, I love that. I love that so much. I just love the creativity that you could have with sausage.
1: That's, yeah. As long as you know, like, ratios and, and as long as you know a lot about sausage. As long as you know you how you to make that it properly. Because so <laughs> yeah. many, you know, we have so many great guests who are trying to do barbecue and sausage making at home. I did this. What happened? You know, it didn't come out right. And I'm like, well, where did you start? What was your measurement here? And they're just looking at me with their eyes. Like, like, I don't uh, like, measure. And that's when I usually give them a business card. Like, send me a text next time you do it. So I'll, I'll work with you.
0: <laughs> yeah, well, because it is, it's it is there's there's specifics that you have to keep those ratios up. Yeah.
1: yeah. Yeah, definitely, definitely. So yeah, three day process for us. And being that we're only using that one oiler, you know we can't really drop it down more than mm-hmm. 175 degrees just because it's going to set back the rest of our cook. So ideally we're getting three hours of smoke on them. Some, some days it's two most oh, importantly, Yeah. Most, most importantly, we want that casing dried down. We want a good color on it.
0: You have no room to put another oiler, right?
1: Our space is maximized. Yeah, no, if I, we I'd do, it have to be offsite somewhere. But now we, we really, we've done a good job at figuring out how to maximize it. Um, I'm balding because of it, but, you know, we we have figured sorry. <laughs> yeah, every year. It's you know, like Thanksgiving's coming up, and we'll use the mill scale thousand for that too. Yeah. But we're doing over two hundred turkeys, so just trying to work them in. You know, a day before pickup, it's just chaos.
0: Yeah, that time is it's important. It's such an important time for the restaurant, but uh, it's May. Yeah,
1: you know, well, well, it was funny too because when I was a butcher, holiday every every holiday is meat holiday.
0: Yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: So I had no life around the holidays. And usually, like Christmas would come, and I just want to sleep all day because I worked 20 hours a day before. Same with Thanksgiving, you know? I want to sleep all day. Yeah. So, so then it's like finally I got into the restaurant. So I was like, this is great. I can enjoy holidays. Boom, COVID. Nope. <laughs> How can we make some money? So, and you know, the first year we did Thanksgiving and it took off. And it, you know, it's it, some growing pains just figuring out something new that you haven't done before. And now every year, it's it's September,
0: and people are emailing, "Oh,
1: are you doing turkeys this year?" Yeah, we're doing. Uh, turkeys yeah. This year. yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, we got that live, and orders are coming in. And
0: yeah, I saw that team, you guys posted it's live now.
1: Right? Yeah, team has a fun. It's 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 a fun thing to do now. Now that we figured everything out and all the kinks are worked out, it usually goes pretty seamlessly.
0: And if people are watching this and they want to order it, is it something where they pick up is it the day before you said?
1: Yeah, we do a day before.
0: Okay. Uh
1: last year we do Christmas too and, and last year, we usually I usually don't do anything around Christmas. So we did Christmas Eve, Christmas Day pickups too, and a lot of people like that.
0: And you do just turkeys or do you do ham? Oh, uh, we do
1: everything. Turkeys, uh whole briskets, all sides, fixings.
0: Yeah. And your prime rib you do on the weekends, right? Prime
1: rib I used to do. Okay. Uh, uh, I used to do. For us the price kind of got for for it to make sense for us we'd have to charge almost 50 dollars a pound and that's something I couldn't really sleep with at night so wow. occasionally we'll, we'll do it on uh you know fathers day thursday yeah uh so busy like special days we do it for uh christmas we do a ton of them but every day we used to do it on the weekends and it, it just didn't really make sense.
0: Okay, I'll scratch that off my list cuz that's it's obviously something <laughs> that you don't do. And before I forget, too, who catered okay, you? I said congratulations while you were talking, but I people didn't hear congratulations. You recently got married. And Did. somebody uh catered your wedding. Who catered your wedding? Uh Hudu Brown. That's they awesome. crushed
1: it? too. Uh, Joe Yim came out and helped too. Joe, Tyler, Cody, and um forget Ryan, I think, from 603 Barbecue. I think that's his name. They uh they crushed it.
0: Uh, and they didn't crash and, it. Know, they crushed it again. It no, amazing.
1: they really They Like, it beyond words, incredible. People are still texting us to this day. And, you know, mm-hmm. at first, when we were playing the wedding, of course, I was in charge of the food. So, yeah. And I'm thinking of all the weddings I've been to. And how many weddings have you been to where you serve something hot? And, uh, yeah, few and far weddings do you get a plate in front of you where it's hot? So it was like, yeah, yeah. barbecue is not really hot to begin with. This is perfect. Mm hmm. So uh, when we first got engaged and we were figuring out, I you know, I texted Cody, are you interested in doing this? And he was like, hell yeah, let's do it. Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I think the drive was like three hours for them. So it wasn't wasn't too bad. And we, we, where my wife's from and what's Vermont is beautiful. So uh, me being from Long Island, some people have experienced Vermont, but and now we're in Chicago. A lot of people haven't. So just getting yeah. you know, more friends and family over there. Not much service up there. Beautiful scenery. It was a great just to check out for a week and have a good time with everyone. Wow.
0: What well, was the was the menu? An interesting menu for
1: a wedding. I had a so uh, there is a cheese place called Ver, Vermont Farmstead Cheese, mm-hmm. and they collabed with Alchemist uh, Hetty Topper and made a Chetty Topper cheese. So I I connected with Tyler and I said let's do you know Chetty Topper lane, Quiche crust. Of and that he did like a, a version of a New York style, uh, spicy Italian. So it was kind of like an ode to me being from New York, and then an ode to my wife being from Vermont and using that local cheese. Oh, so we did two so different cool. looks uh, brisket, we did half chickens with cherry, and then for the vegetarians, we did smoked cauliflower and uh, smoked mushrooms with chimney, ah. uh and a bunch of different sides.
0: That is such a <laughs> that's like the wedding that everyone wishes they went to that is so amazing i bet everyone it's and it's also interesting for people that had you know because most of the time like you said the the wedding food isn't that great and it's comes out like a mishmash of whatever but that's awesome that's really no cool. it's
1: perfect and you know it's like me being in the food so i, I told them like let's cook this much and I think we, we nailed the pars. I think there was like maybe a brisket left over and, and some sides and some vegetables.
0: And they're traveling around the country now. So three hours isn't too bad. They're no, tra- they
1: and they just uh, two weeks ago, we were one of their stops for the big, Bell yeah, Church, which was uh, awesome
0: to do. That is really cool too. Yeah. Yeah. That I know I uh, missed the, that was, I had appointments. I was taking my mom on the day that they were, I got a text from JC Reed. He's like, I've had, I've decided to head over to, to, to moose, I have to go to moose because he was in yeah. town. I'm like, oh gosh, man, yeah. they're they're like I can touch them. They're that close tonight. <laughs> <laughs> well, next time, that's I want yeah, to also visit their their place because
1: yeah, you know,
0: uh, I'd like to go multiple days with them. Then they're really good people, and they do a lot of stuff for charity. This what a, and that's what that's the barbecue. Like, what does barbecue mean to you? Is that what barbecue is like? We've got the community. We actually talked about it. Yeah,
1: it's a community. I mean. Me, I, I'm a competitive guy. I want us to be the best. Mm-hmm. So, always trying to improve, but also utilizing your friends, asking questions, uh, and just being a sponge. And, you know, always trying to evolve and do something new and cool. I'm blessed. Barbecue doesn't feel like a job. You no. know? And for most people that do, it doesn't feel like a job. Sure, you're going to have crappy days here and there, but if the good outweighs the bad, I think you're doing all right.
0: Yeah, it's like, what a cool profession, too, to go and like, and you didn't know that this was your path. And that's, it's kind of cool that you're here.
1: Yeah, A lady today, she's like, do you like working here? I said, I love working here. I've been here almost seven years. This doesn't feel like work. And she just looked at me. She's like, I am so jealous. Uh, She just seemed like she was miserable at her job.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I'm sure that 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 response probably makes a lot of people very angry, just because angry themselves, not angry in general, just because. You know, you want that's that is the goal in life is to do something that you love and something that you want to go to every day. That's yeah, that's important. That's
1: yeah. I I mean, two years ago we bought a place that's you know half a mile from the restaurant. So oh, that's smart. This is my life. That that is if there's a problem, I know I'm the guy.
0: Yeah, (laughs) everyone knows I'm not far. (laughs) Let's let's talk about your menu and what days of the week are you open? Every day. Every day, that's what I thought.
1: Every day, 1045 uh, till 1030, Friday, Saturday, uh, we do last call at 11. Tons of brisket. We go through over 4,000 pounds of brisket a week. Wow. Ribs are at um over 600 slabs, St. Louis ribs, gastronomy, pork belly, turkey, chicken. It, it's, menu's probably too big, but we figured it out. Um, And we kind of have a little bit of for everyone. Um, So now we're kind of focusing uh, on elevating our sides a little bit. What are those um, sides? We've never had mac and cheese on the menu. And I figured for coming up on our 10 years, let's throw mac and cheese on. Tiretot casserole, working on some greens, um, some new desserts. Just I I feel like our, our meats are great. And I want to bring up our sides to another that, level too. Oh smart. Yeah. So I mean our sides are, are great right now, but winter just making them more winterized and, and mm. you know, some a little more comforting.
0: Not well, smart, no, and that's great. And it, it, you guys have a, a pretty long winter, like it's uh, oh that a cool season, the cool season until. Yeah. All- like yeah thanks for the reminder no i visited the only the the coldest i've ever been is like it was december that i visited a girl in chicago and i got off the plane and i'm like this is it was just wind wind was coming and i'm like this is why they say it's so cold it was yeah i mean
1: today it's 70 degrees so and tomorrow it's going to be in the 70s too but after that drops into the 50s so yeah i think those nice warm days are are finally behind us unfortunately
0: sorry well let's that's it Maybe it'll be a weird, we don't, you can't determine weather, weather you can't predict weather anymore. It's just such a, it's weird. Maybe you'll have an odd semi-warm winter. You never know.
1: I mean, yeah. Christmas a couple of years ago, 60 degrees. So I'm, I'm still uh, hoping for that. Yeah. We, we haven't had too too many bad winters the last couple of years. So it's been pretty, pretty nice.
0: Well, that's good. Uh, yeah, for, and then s- sandwich wise, do you guys have a bunch of sandwiches?
1: Oh yeah. Uh, six and six. Uh, Six, yeah, pulled pork, brisket, turkey, pastrami. Uh, do a wild child, which is a combination of brisket and pulled pork. Uh, we do a, well if we don't sell the ribs, we do a boneless pork rib sandwich. Uh, uh burgers, killer. Burger, yeah, uh, that looks so uh, good. Uh, two four-ounce uh, ground brisket patties, lightly smoked. We finish on the grill. Uh, American cheese, dill pickles, beef fat, grilled onions. And a uh, smoked beef fatty on a toasted potato roll, so it's it's like beef three ways. That sounds like
0: I'm so hungry right now. I should not have asked that question. That looks that sounds great, and it looks right. And then yeah, uh, it took
1: a lot of pride in getting. That. I want to figure it out, and I uh, I tell a lot of people that it's the best burger in Chicago pretty often.
0: <laughs> well, also too, if people come and they're not, they don't want they don't barbecue, they can have the burger. That's something that they can.
1: That's and you know that's what's great because so many people are. Confused about barbecue and what items are, and yeah. and they're scared of asking questions, but they know a burger, so you know that bur- that burger sells out every day. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah. It's is, a good outlet for us too.
0: Yeah, that's perfect. Yeah, and now is is uh is it like do you line up or do you just order at your table or how? Yeah, we're
1: cafeteria style.
0: Cafeteria style. Okay.
1: Cafeteria okay, order with the carver sides of the next station. so wherever you want. We got a full bar in the center.
0: Yeah, that's what's oh. So, I didn't know if that was like where you order too. Can you sit down at the bar to order or?
1: No, you got to get in line. Okay. Yeah, you got you to get in line. And um, the, the line, it gets long. It gets long at night. Uh, weekends, they will go all day. And along, we have good lunches and dinner. Dinner usually starts around six, seven, and it goes till when we sell out.
0: What time would you recommend people come on a weekend for, for we dinner? We have like
1: lunch? a lull between four and five.
0: If they wanted lunch, if, they want, if they're looking for the lunch day, like so should they do they need to come and line up? Is that something that people do or or just it gets a, there's a line inside it. It's a line inside, yeah. Uh
1: if you get here for lunch at like 1045 between noon, you're okay. But after 12, everyone's woken up and they're ready to eat. So usually the line starts to grow around noon and it'll it will go till about four o'clock.
0: And will you wait an hour or half an hour or what do you what do you It wait? all
1: so we have polls inside the restaurant and like that first poll we we'll call it ten minutes, second poll twenty minutes, third poll thirty minutes, fourth poll forty minutes. And when it gets to the forty minutes, that's when we usually go up to the carbon just like you know, cut a little faster.
0: <laughs> yeah, please cut faster. <laughs> yeah.
1: okay. and they they're great too. They want to you know it, they like a little challenge. So it's like all right, here we go. And then yeah. usually we're just cranking. And, well, and i tell everyone just don't look up and, but also you know, too aren't
0: are you like you're having people from out of town are you like tr- constantly teaching people like what you how to order because often, that can often hold up so. the
1: like if, if we're not if a chef isn't too busy um usually we'll kind of put them right before the carving block kind of just hey you have any questions give them a little bit of rundown mm-hmm. just so when they get to the carver it's a little a little more seamless
0: yeah definitely but it doesn't
1: always work like that because we'll have people in line for 30 minutes and they come up and I'm like, Hey, what can we go for? And they're like, I don't know. So, all right, <laughs> Let's give you the rundown. Here we go.
0: <laughs> yeah. During the headlights, I got to think. Well, that's, yeah, uh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. but also exactly. too, once they're indoctrinated, then it's not hard the next time and it's more fun. Sure. Yeah, exactly. And then, but then, so then if you, if you get food that can you, do you order the drinks in that line too, or do you order? Yeah, I I'll
1: always suggest get your drink, jump in line, And then wait and get your food, and hopefully you still have some beer left by the time you get up to the front.
0: And then, but also too, if you've ordered and you if you want more drinks, there's not. Is there someone that is coming around, or do you go to the bar to get more drinks? Go
1: to the bar. Uh, The bar is it's huge. There's always two to three bartenders working, and it's easily accessible. So, uh, and it's got it's got four areas where you could order from. Yeah. So it's pretty easy to get a drink.
0: So it's not like something that you're going to be maybe on, maybe on one day a year that there it's like so packed that there's some kind of if there's an event maybe or something that yeah
1: causes, yeah, yeah exactly <laughs> not exactly. one day but if
0: there's a day of the year where there's an event it probably i'm sure it gets probably many people deep just like bar but that's okay is so is there anything well, i wanted to ask you too because we talked we had talked about all these different things did you have an aha barbecue moment or was it like when you got the lang or was there an aha that you go visit someplace and thought this is a kind of barbecue that i really want to make or how did you was there what was the moment like and how did you because you said i want to work at green street like you knew that that was i, where you wanted I,
1: to... I found myself just keep researching
0: and reading
1: and, and looking up and all my free time was barbecue and uh like my day off my my i was working 10 11 hours at the butcher shop a day and then my day off i was waking up at 5 a.m to get me in the smoker and once i realized i was doing that every day off that's when I was like, okay, yeah, this is what I want to do full time.
0: Mm. And that's, yeah. But how did you know that you wanted to work at Green Street? How? Like, like did you, how did you, because you knew you wanted, you were, you were at a butcher shop. How did you know you wanted to when you came to Chicago? Well, I wonder what was it about Green Street, or was it that, had you been, even been, did you visit Green Street and have a meal there? or did Yeah, I to? did. Okay. I did.
1: Yeah. I, I came and I stopped and I had no clue how to order. And I ordered some, uh, of the most basic things and I was impressed. <laughs> okay.
0: <laughs> yeah. and, uh, uh, okay. And that's
1: just cool. I fall in love in the space, the the smell of the smoke and the whole environment. And that's uh that's I knew that's where I want it to be. Okay.
0: And what's your optimal thing to order at Green Street? Or what would you recommend? Say I was coming in or somebody that was listening to this, what would you recommend they order for one
1: sure? pork rib, a slice of fatty brisket or a few burnt ends. A slice of pastrami, and a elote a corn, uh, probably a frito pie. We make great brisket uh-huh. chili here, uh, and we do it with housemade queso instead of shredded cheddar, so it's just it's a nice, clean bite. Everything's yeah. melty and oozy, and uh, banana pudding for dessert. And uh, I'll be pretty content. Probably won't do much after that, but I'll be pretty content.
0: Nice. Is there a yeah. favorite? Give us a favorite drink there too. Do you guys make a look? uh Yeah. So we. Uh, <laughs> I uh we had
1: this drink on the menu called the salt Baca Saint Germain lemon juice uh seltzer. Uh that's my go to. Uh oh. we have we got 16 different taps, uh 12 different cocktails. It's it's all uh, right, we got a huge huge whiskey program, tequila program, so we got something for everyone.
0: Uh ah, it's like a it's ideal. Like it really is ideal. That's that's it sounds like it's it it sounds like a place that if anybody loves barbecue, they if they're visiting Chicago, they'd be a fool, not it's, to visit. Well that's Ugh.
1: you know, that's my problem. As as much as I'm here working, I also like hanging out here. Yeah. So, yeah. That <laughs> yeah, it's a gift and a curse. It is
0: a gift and a curse. What yeah. is there a barbecue place outside of Chicago that you want to go to that you want to visit? That that you haven't visited yet? In places? Illinois or just no, just in general, anywhere in, in the country. It's, or are there some places that are on your list that you've been seeing that you're that are on your bucket list of visiting?
1: Uh, it's it's got to be Burnt Bean for sure. Uh, I want to get some moose definitely. Uh, probably those two are the ones that have been on my list, or those are the, definitely are a try. So I'm going to try to get down to Seaglen next week when I'm down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we'll see how that goes though.
0: Yeah, that's uh, it's it's interesting that did you see the stuff they're putting out from the hoodoo? For the colli- uh,
1: yeah the uh, <laughs> the the beans in the belly yeah I saw that this morning I was like God damn it that was good
0: <laughs> oh, it made me so mad I'm like oh, Ernest you guys it's just yeah there's something special going on there it's like a little yeah, magic really in the middle yeah, it really yeah. it really is it's it's really crazy. I was uh,
1: I was hoping they were gonna get the James Beard this year that'd be mm-hmm. really cool to see for
0: barbecue yeah they I think they will actually I think the way he is, I agree I agree I think so um and then also too in Chicago can you recommend some places because like what? What places would you go to that are not barbecue that that you dig? And like, is it what? What is the the Philly? I don't want to call it the wrong thing. It's a beef sandwich or the hot beef? Italian sandwich? beef. Italian beef. That's what it is. I'm sorry.
1: Italian beef. My uh, favorite Italian beef is probably duck in. Duck which, Inn? Uh Yeah, which probably most people wouldn't expect that, but they do a really good one. Uh, favorite sushi is probably from Three One Two Fish Market. Favorite deep dish would be Pequod's. uh Favorite New York style, probably Zaza's. Uh, favorite Asian cuisine, probably Chengdu Impression. Indian Rangoli. Uh, sandwiches. God, we got some good sandwich shops. JV Graziano is our neighbor, so that's probably our go-to. Okay. Uh, but I've been getting into bread baking. So. Have
0: you?
1: But yeah, we've been. Uh, I mean, Growing coming from New York, I grew up on seeded semolina Italian bread, so mm. I can't find that here. So I've been trying to perfect that, uh, which is also a gift and a curse because I eat it all <laughs> yeah,
0: <I know. laughs> so. it's fresh bread, is like the yeah. best.
1: it's damn so it, best. damn it. it. I have to eat this all off again.
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so sad. I know it's terrible. It is. And if you have really good butter, it just uh, gosh. Uh, what about uh, bagels? Is there a good bagel place? In-
1: uh, no.
0: <laughs> sorry oh well, i tried
1: <laughs> I, I i've been trying nothing is the same as a new york bagel yeah uh yeah i've, I've been trying i was talking to my buddy the other day i was we got to find a good bagel spot i was like why don't we just try to make them
0: yeah you should i've made yeah. bagels one time they were they weren't like the best but they were really good it was just it was just making it fresh at home it was because i had a starter that i had like for in my, when i lived in santa monica in my apartment for like yeah. Years, and they kept like just trying to make things and i i made bag like sourdough bagels and they were pretty good like it was shocking i was like it wasn't it wasn't like a, anywhere else but it was good it was good to me i guess it tasted like a bagel <laughs> so that's why i think i was excited it's,
1: i mean if it's warm and it's soft and a little crusty yeah. then yeah. it's it, it's okay
0: <laughs> yeah and I didn't, I didn't have to import water from anywhere it was just worked. Yeah. It, it was okay is there yeah. anything that people should know about Green Street that we haven't talked about, or is it you? You kind of describe the area, and then you're going to do a little bit of filming about it. But is there anything? Where is it kind of located, like so people have it in their head? Where what? What's the area called that you're in?
1: It's so we're the West Loop. Uh, West we're Loop. Right, right across the street from Soho House. Well, heavy foot traffic area. Okay. Um, a lot of a lot of bars, a lot of restaurants around here um so summer it's the streets are just packed it's uh good energy good
0: environment cool um fun area for sure yeah how far away are you from wrigley i don't know if that's even something uh
1: wrigley is about four (laughs) miles four miles north or so
0: i don't know if that would help anybody but uh, uh but that's cool this is so i've wanted to talk to you forever i've watched you guys from afar and then when i didn't realize that brad was connected and then when i talked to there was this you know the, the barbecue yeah. worlds all we're all intertwined in, in some way but I. that's nine degrees
1: of nine degrees of separation whatever they yeah. say Every, everyone everyone knows someone
0: yeah so. but i but I, I respect what you're doing immensely and your food is it just looks phenomenal and i'm excited to see what your fall menu with the, the new sides and stuff that's gonna be really cool i can't wait to visit you when once i'm able to but uh, thank you so much for taking the time and sharing all this. Yeah,
1: come in the spring and the summer when it's not. So it's, it's uh, more memorable than that cold trip you had.
0: I don't think I. I don't think I can come until spring. So that's so ideal. there you go. Yeah, <laughs> I mean, yeah,
1: come out for the Windy City Smokeout. It's a blast.
0: Oh, uh, I've wanted to go so badly, and I've talked every time I talked to Sheldon. I'm like, oh, I want to go so so badly. Yeah, Sheldon just went to um, uh, he in Castroville for you know Sheldon Mason. You know, but yeah 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 for uh their opening their their thing's gonna be cool too so but uh yeah no i want to go windy city just looks like so much fun it seems like you
1: you probably got more places you want to go to than i do just because all the people you talk to
0: sounds good have a great day thanks kevin good talking to you good talking to you bye take care